Convention time. Let's wake it up and rally it up. Good morning, visionaries. I am about to come unhinged here. A vision for you, big book. Study convention is 2019 and it's getting hotter and hotter and hotter. I've heard some things and I've talked to some people and I hear it's giant big book open wide and it's bringing it. It's coming up. The excitement is way too much for me to contain. No amount of restraint of tongue and pen is going to have this since <laughs> this in for me and I have to confess that. I want you to come. Set it all aside and get on whatever expressway leads to northern New Jersey. Put that pedal to the metal and get it in gear and get here. If you want to see for yourself a power of your own that is sweeping through, then come. The entire weekend is getting it done, getting it all settled, cracked open, and living it up, jumped up and smacked down. Get new, get revived, recovered is here. I want to say it again and again, recovered is here. Don't you dare live this one vicariously or take anyone else's word for it. Come and have your spiritual awakening. You will never go back to the same ever, ever again. Register today. Seats are limited. Hotel rooms are limited. And the last I looked, they're getting closer to capacity. That's no joke. So mark your calendars and don't let anyone touch it. Not a doctor's appointment, not a vacation, not anything. Don't let anything touch it. It's at the Liberty International Marriott Hotel, November 15th, 16th, and 17th. All the details on this convention can be found at www.avisionforyou.info. And that's the number four. Let me say it again so you can register today www.avisionforyou.info. So let's seal this convention commitment by offering today our gratitude for our renewed life because of the power that's found in the big book. Leah, let's do this today. Yes, let's do it. Thanks, Melanie. Much appreciated. Good morning, everybody. Good morning to all the visionaries, and welcome to a special edition of A Vision for You. Today is Sunday, August 18, 2019. The share ID numbers for Friday, August 16th are the following. For the 7 a.m. Eastern Big Book Study, 13,286. That's 13286. And for the 10 a.m. Eastern Big Book Study, 13,288. That's 13288. This morning, A Vision for You presents an Attitude of Gratitude meeting. The Big Book teaches us that to get over drinking, or for us, compulsive overeating, will require a transformation of thought and attitude. New attitudes, such as gratitude, demand effort and hard work to incorporate into our thoughts, hearts, and actions. By cultivating a spirit of gratitude throughout the day, both in happy times and stressful ones, we are far better able to cope with the frustrations and disappointments and maintain a loving and happy spirit. We are far better able to live undisturbed without restlessness, irritability, and discontentment. This is a discipline which requires lifelong, constant effort, daily practice, a lifestyle. Gratitude is the most important component of happiness that I find. All happy people are grateful, and ungrateful people cannot be happy. We tend to think that it is being unhappy that leads people to complain. 
but it is truer to say that it is complaining that leads to people becoming unhappy. Become grateful, and you will become a much happier person. When we give thanks to God for the blessings in our lives, we inculcate gratitude in ourselves. Developing an attitude of gratitude involves constant use of the mind and constant self-discipline and connection with God. Of course, everyone sometimes struggles in life. Pain is sometimes inevitable, but it is helpful to know that our internal struggle is coming from our attitudes and the way we are thinking about circumstances. And if our attitude shifts to an attitude of gratitude, our entire experience of the circumstances around us will change. So this is a wonderful opportunity for the fellowship to participate this morning with your upbeat, encouraging, and truly inspirational attitude of gratitude this morning. Press star 1 to unmute if you'd like to participate. Please offer your first name and first letter of your last name, and we'll get a list going here. Hey, I'm from Boston. Katie G. got you. Hey, Madeline R. Madeline R. Mary Lee R.L. Mary Lee. Sima M. Alita J. Alita J. Barbara E. Jody D. Sima M. Jody E. Sima M. Toby W. And Toby W. Let's take that list at this point. G. Madeline R. Mary Lee R. Alita J. Barbara E. Jody E. Sima M. And Toby W. And I heard a Pam, so we'll tack that on. Everybody, please mute except for Katie G. Everybody else mute, please. Thank you. Good morning, Leah. Good morning. This is Katie G, recovered compulsive overeater, anorexic, and bulimic, and that's not my child screaming in the background. Um, thank you, God. I just wanted to say thank you to all of you. You know, when I came into these rooms, I heard people say they were grateful, and um, I was like, you're an idiot. Um, I just, I didn't understand that it was something to be grateful for, to have a roof over my head, food in the fridge, clothes on my back, money in the bank. But what I can tell you today, what I'm grateful for sitting alone in my home, is that I can be alone in a perfect peace and ease. I can look the world in the eye. I um, I have been taken from a woman who used food and anorexia and bulimia to solve my problems. And now, for some reason, I don't use those things. Um, I want to live. I wake up in the morning. Um, I have a big book that babysits me 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and I am not suffering from compulsive overeating. And I have been in the rooms for 15 years. I did use exercise bulimia three and three quarter years ago, but I just want to use this last minute or so I have to just share a miracle that happened to me this weekend. So I have been estranged from my brother. The last time I saw him was over three years ago. And I did many, many hundreds of step tens on him because he wouldn't come and participate in my family and meet my daughter. And I kept doing the work and doing the work and doing the work and seeing, you know, like, do I want him to call or do I want him to be right with God? Do I want him to be part of my life or do I want to honor him for where he is? Do I go where the love is or do I keep going back and trying to change him, right? Because that's the nature of my disease. You're not doing what I want. You're not filling me up. You're not making me feel better. 
And for some reason, all of you teachers kept telling me, Katie, this is about God. Let go of your brother. Go to God. Let go of your brother. Go to God. And I've been through, I got, went through the work again as I do every year. And um, uh, for some reason, it finally got through my head. Let him go, Katie. Let him go. And I did. And for some reason, three, three weeks ago, was it God or was it odd? It was God. He contacted me and he came and he, and he sat in my kitchen and he said, you know, it really wasn't okay that it's taken me this long to be part, to see you, to meet your daughter, to be part of your family. And I, I get the chill saying that because like, I, I didn't do that, right? Like that was God. And I, and I, he didn't leave and have me saying, okay, well now we're going to be BFFs. But for some reason, by doing these steps, I don't take hostages anymore, right? Like I allow him to be him. He allows me to be me. And then somehow we meet in the middle. So if you're new, if you're in pain and none of this makes sense, I'll just wrap up with this. There is a way to live your life. If you don't know how to live your life, entire abstinence in these 12 steps have given me the answer that I always always needed. And my heart is bursting with gratitude for each and every one of you for sitting with us today and giving me a place to call home. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Katie G, for sharing that with all of us. Madeline R., your turn. Thank you. This is Madeline R., recovered here in Pennsylvania. I just wanted to take a moment to say that I'm a transfer back. I came um, from another eating disorder order group from an eating disorder group let me say that and uh had a lot a lot of recovery and then i didn't uh this past easter and put my name uh out there and difficulty getting a sponsor and had two that were wonderful and then had some needs of their own they had to take care of and then uh kind of was going it on my own for a while and i got into some trouble and i spoke to someone who called and um let her know, you know, I said, how did you find a sponsor? And she said, just put, just put your name out there. And then I spoke to another person who said to just shine the light on the right person. And, you know, I walked in my closet the one day and I, I got a name of a person. I'm like, we've been outreaching ever since I came to this group. Like, that would be weird. And so what happened was I called uh, the next morning when I got on the bridge, this person gave out their name and I called. And um, as a sponsor, so I called this person, and I immediately heard them like hesitate for a second, and then come out and say, "Okay, this is what we're going to do." You know, starting today, I'd like to see a gratitude list, and um, you know, to just prepare that and send it out. So that's witnessed, whatever I'm paraphrasing. And then we went back through these beautiful 12 steps, and um, and now once again, by the grace of God and this fellowship, living in um, steps 10, 11, and 12. And I want to especially, uh, you know, give gratitude for fellow travelers, uh, sponsors, people working with others, however we want to put it here, and also um, steps 10 and 11, because so many people have helped me through that. Uh, you know, I never heard it called the build of emotion of emotion until I came here, and uh, just like helping me see my part in a loving, kind, gentle way. I mean, my cup runneth over. That's how full I feel. Um, sometimes I feel like I'm bothering somebody, and I hear on, in these rooms, "You're not bothering anybody." There are people in all different time zones. That's what I was told yesterday. I waited until the morning where I could have settled something before I went to bed, but I didn't want to put my time, like myself out there because it was late. So 
just learning more and more and feeling more a part of it. I'm just so grateful for the, the daily meetings and the special editions. And with that, I will pass. Thank you. Thanks, Madeline R. Mary Lee R., star one to unmute. Good morning, Leah, and all others on this wonderful, wonderful, blessed line. This is Mary Lee in Eugene, Oregon, and I am ever so grateful for AA's big book and the steps and the steps that keep me in recovery just for today. And I'm grateful that my divine director nudges me to start my day with a thank you and to end my day with that same thank you. I'm grateful for my sponsor and the many sponsors that I have been blessed to study and learn with and for my past and current sponsorees. I'm grateful that I can remember to ask how I can be of service and that I don't have to try to talk to my divine director with my mouth stuffed full anymore. I'm grateful to have an RV and a sweetie to travel with and that I not only weigh and measure my food, but I weigh and measure what comes out of my mouth and what I see and hear. And I'm grateful to tithe to what spiritually feeds me and I give thanks and blessings and peace to everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mary Lee R. Alita J., your turn. Hi, good morning, everyone. Good morning, Leah. Leah, thank you so much for your service. I'm very grateful to a loving God who has um, changed my life dramatically. And to you, all of you who shined your light on my path and held me up. I came from I come from a place of um running away from God since I was very young. And that those that journey away from God took me to Skid Row, took me to four marriages. Uh, in and out of four marriages, a broken bi- um, biological family, totally broken. But um, I came into these rooms in 2004, and I'm so, so eternally grateful. Um, OA turned my eyes back to God, turned my heart, um, started to soften my heart a little bit towards myself and a little bit towards you, all of you. I came in as a liar. And um, now I can be trusted. And that's a wholesale miracle right there. (laughs) Um, I'm very grateful um, for this program. It's just, um, it's really amazingly changed my life. And I hope that now, I had just last week, I realized I had a little over 100 days of clean abstinence. And I was feeling a little boastful. And then midday, I realized this is totally God's success. This is totally the fellowship success. And I I really have no place to boast. It's only grace. It's totally grace. And I'm very grateful that all of you are working with me, walking this journey with me. I love you. And you have made a huge difference in my life and in my daily little situations that come up and I can reach out to you on the phone we walk through it whether it's a 10th step whether um and I'm grateful for my sponsor and my sponsees 
um, who have made a huge difference in my life. I've been through many sponsors, and I'm very grateful for each and every one who has taught me so much. Thank you all, and I pass. Thank you, Alita J., for sharing with us. Barbara E., your turn. Good morning, everyone. It is Barbara E. in New Jersey, and I am bursting with gratitude today, not with food, but with gratitude for this program because the higher power that I didn't know I had brought me into OA 22 years ago, and I had been on so many programs and lost the weight and stamped myself USDA prime and went back and within the year gained back the 100-plus pounds again. So I was desperate, and I came in, and I heard, give us 10 meetings, and if you don't like it, we'll refund your money. And I stayed for the miracle, and I stayed after the miracle, and then I found another miracle, and that miracle was you all on the phone. It's wonderful that in 2019, we can be connected to the whole world. And I am a compulsive overeater. And without accepting that I need a God and being grateful that I can find a God now that is not food and just trusting that higher power that I know nothing of to keep me safe, I can be, hopefully, a kinder, more gentler human being. And when I'm feeling mean-spirited, I pause, I pray, I proceed, and do the opposite. When I'm feeling the urge to lash out, I sit back and sit quietly and listen. This is not the Barbara of 22 years ago. Mean-spirited was my major character defect. And today, I'm not perfect. I'm progress, not perfection. But I do believe that attitude determines attitude. And if I think I can, I will. And if I think I can't, then I won't. So to you all out there and to Leah and to Melanie, to all of you, we are all walking, we are all came up the path of the mountain on different paths, whether we were Muslims, Jews, agnostics, atheists, Christians, it makes no difference at all because we all want to get to the top of the mountain. And this program I'm so grateful for is leading me up there where the air is pure and there's no pollution, no pollution in my head, no pollution in my heart, and no pollution around food. I can look at food now and it's beautiful it's art. It's not mine. And yes, I am grateful, filled with gratitude. Thank you so much. I pass, dear friends. Thank you, Barbara E. Jody E. Star one to unmute. Thank you so much, Leah. Thank you, everybody. Uh, and thank you for this opportunity to share our gratitude. Today. I am so grateful also. I am grateful for my health. I'm 60 years old and I feel like I'm just really capable and strong and well. It's a fantastic feeling. I'm grateful for 
finding a vision for you, which helped me to get entirely abstinent and to stay that way. I've been in OA since 1988, and I really, I seem, I need a community of people who are entirely abstinent to stay that way. It's very helpful um, because there are, there is still a seething cauldron of debate out there in Overeaters Anonymous about abstinence. I'm grateful for my good relationships today with my daughter, with my ex-husband, with my friends and family in general. I really feel that my relationships are in a good place. I'm really grateful that I'm beginning. I've had trouble all my life uh, finding a way to make a living that really worked for me and for others. And as I pray for knowledge of God's will and the power to carry it out and, and make being of service, real service, the priority, I'm slowly but surely finding that vocation that I have needed and wanted all my life. I'm very grateful for that. Um, I'm grateful that I'm, I'm buying my own place to live for the first time in my life uh, here in Monterey, California, and I'm grateful to live where I live. So really there are the bedevilments have left me. The promises are coming true. Fear of people and of economic insecurity, if not completely gone, are are mostly gone, and when they return, I have a step that I can use to work through them. So really is a design for living that works in times of rough going, and I'm grateful that for all of you for trudging this happy road, this road of happy destiny with me. May God bless you and keep you. I pass. Thank you, Jody E. Sima M, star one to unmute. Sima M. Okay, we'll move on to Toby W. Thank you, Leah. My name is Toby W. from Boston. Recovered today. Thank you, God. I'm sitting here and I'm listening to what everybody has to say, and I'm trying to focus on what God would have me say, not what I think I should say, but what I'm really feeling in my heart and in my soul. And what I'm really feeling is such a great gratitude that I don't know if the word gratitude is big enough for what I feel. I came into OA in 1978, and I have recovered within the last year and a half. I've recovered because... The food a day at a time is not calling to me as a result of these steps. 
as a result of working all of them on a daily basis, as a result of the people, the teachers that came before me, the teachers that are here today and in the past, and God. God has brought me through times that death in families, in my family, um, scale of cancer, um, all kinds of things that life brings. And the food doesn't call anymore. My behavior has changed. And I haven't done that. It has happened to me. For all those years, it was I, 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 and ego, ego, ego. And all those years, it was, I can do this myself. I can't do it by myself. I need all of you. And I need you more each day. And I am so grateful that at my age, that I am willing to still learn and grow. Where I know many people who are in my age bracket that are saying, I don't care anymore. And I know what God wants from me is to constantly grow. And I heard this from somebody who uh, said, you know, we can't keep walking the steps without landings. And when we stop on landings, if we don't move, God will give us a reason to move. So everything that happens is my growth opportunity and time to move on, time to grow, time to learn. And I hope I never stop wanting to learn and I never stop wanting to grow and be the best person I can possibly be. And I am grateful to all of you, to Bill W. and Bob and everybody in between. And I am just filled with emotion and ready to cry. So I'm going to end and just let you all know that I love you all and I pass. Thank you, W. Hi, this is Sima M. Yes, Sima, go right ahead, and then we'll go to Hi. MR. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Good morning, visionaries. This is Sima M, a grateful compulsive overeater, living in recovery. Uh, vision for you has changed my life and my recovery. I came into OA in 1975. I came in, and I was fortunate enough to meet someone who had been in AA who explained the big book and we had a group of people that were working it, working the steps. And I did have some recovery, but I think I was one of those people with grave emotional or mental disorders because I wasn't able to hold on to it. And um, I was out of OA for about 27 years when I came back six years ago. And uh, a few months after that, I heard about a vision for you and I felt like I had I felt like Darcy, who was back in Kansas again. Um, it was a miracle, and I'm so grateful to all of you. I finally have the recovery that started in 1975 and was detoured for many, many years. And um, 
the whole idea of feeling gratitude wasn't something that I was brought up with. And um, it's just feels, I'm so grateful to be able to feel grateful. It might sound a little strange. I'm so grateful to be one size um, for the past six years. That's never happened before. And um, I'm so grateful to be right-sized. I'm so grateful that I have a higher power that no matter what's going on with my family or my health or the world around me, all I have to do is embrace my higher power and turn it over to to God because I really am just uh, a channel to pass God's word along, to pass this program along. I'm very grateful to Bill in the first 100 for uh, writing down this big book, and I'm grateful to Roseanne for bringing it to us, Suffering Compulsive Overeaters. And with that, I will pass. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you, Sima M. Pam R. Star One Tanyu. Good morning. This is Pam R., and I'm a compulsive overeater in North Carolina. And I wanted to come on the line today and just share how extremely grateful I am for the vision meetings that are held every morning, for Melanie, for Leah, all the work you do. You do. Um, I knew I had a serious eating problem, and I would often compare it to somebody who couldn't stop drinking alcohol. Um, so I joined away a year and a half ago, and I got a sponsor. She took me through the big book. Everything was going well, and so one day I looked at a dessert, and I told myself I could handle eating it. And I was so wrong. I hadn't owned the fact that I have a disease. And so I lost my abstinence, and it was really hard to find it again. I mean, extremely hard. And I was ready to throw in the towel and drop the whole program and just walk away. And then God began doing for me what I couldn't do for myself. One day I was talking with a fellow visionary, and she wanted to do nightly reviews with the same person every day, and we got started. God has used that connection to a recovered compulsive overeater to turn my life around. She is a gift from God in my life. And I kept hearing her say that the solution is work the steps, work the steps. I knew what the steps were, but I didn't know exactly how to work them, really work them so I would get the recovery. So I got abstinent, and I found myself an amazing sponsor who holds my feet to the fire every day of the week, and I'm finding out what working the steps really means. I am extremely grateful for the sacrifice that my sponsor makes for me every day, his time and commitment. So I've been abstinent now for three and a half months, and I'm working on my nine-step amends. I called somebody yesterday who had held a resentment against me for almost 50 years over a high school prank. We had a wonderful conversation, and what a blessing to hear her say, I forgive you. I'm finding making amends is very freeing, and I look forward to sponsoring someone soon and teaching them how to really work the steps. God is so good, and this program works. And I'm grateful to each one of you who've been a part of this journey with me. You have blessed my life in ways you'll never really know. So thanks for letting me share, and I pass. Thank you very much, Pam R. Well, 
We'll take another group. Who would like to share? I hear Nancy P. I hear A. Linda D. Nancy P. Nancy P. Greg S. Harlan G. Harlan G. And Jen A. Jen A. Jerry 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 Okay, this is who I have in this grouping. Don't give up hope. Pete B, Linda D, Nancy P, Craig F, Harlan G, Jen A, Darian K, Loretta H, not sure about that one, Leslie M, Sandy S, Hoodie R, Maura Z, and Irene B. So let's go with that. Pete B, star one to unmute. You'll need to start Thank one. You, yes, there, there you are. are. There I was you on are. Meeting. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, PP, compulsive overeater, recovered today by God's grace and mercy. And I um super grateful, man. Now, you know what? They say gratitude is contagious. And I will tell you this. I had no intention of sharing on this corny meeting on Sunday morning. But your gratitude, the gratitude that I heard from others, just it, it just lifted me. And I felt compelled I felt compelled to share, and, and, I, and I, was, I was joking when I said corny, okay? So that's, that's just me, and I hope that everybody understands that or, 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 or will put up with me. But I, I just wanted to say specifically, you know, to the, to the recovered compulsive overeaters who are steadfast in carrying this message of, of hope and this message of recovery and this message that the big book delivers to the, you know, chronic suffering, compulsive overeaters. And, and, you know, I, I, I share from my experience, you know, I started listening to this meeting about two years before I actually participated in a vision for you. And I, and I, and I, I thought to myself, what are these jokers going to tell me about this book that I've read from cover to cover time and time and time again. And, and, you know, I, I heard people talk about being recovered and not compulsively overeating for years and decades, and I said to myself, man, how, how could that be? How could that be? And, you know, as I continue to beat myself up with food and take beatings by the food and the substances I was consuming, I got, finally got driven to a point of desperation, and in disbelief, I decided to participate. And I said to myself, well, if these, if these people have tapped into something that I seem to can't not be able to tap into, I'm going to give it a try. You know, and in total disbelief, I, I reached out and I asked somebody for some direction. I humbled myself because I thought I knew it all, and I asked for direction. And I was given the instructions that are, that are provided in this book that I've read hundreds of times and only for some reason forgot to look at the part of t- entire abstinence, right? I forgot, to, forgot, forgot about that part as it relates to the substances that cause the phenomenal craving. And, you know, by God's grace and mercy and for whatever reason, and somebody that, you know, super, super grateful for my sponsor who, who, who provided the direction to practice this program in entire abstinence and by, you know, in disbelief, 
an entire disbelief, you know, attaining a recovered state came about. And, I, and, you know, I just cannot say how grateful I am, like I said, you know, that we remain steadfast in this message. And that we, that we walk with pride and dignity and carry this message to the next sick and suffering person. I'll be forever grateful for that. For you, Leah, for Melanie, for all of the people that participate in the meeting, for the historians, for the, for the message that you bring. I, I, I am, I am uh, beyond expression uh, grateful for that. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Pete B. Linda D., your turn. Can you hear me, Leah? I hear you well. Thanks. I'm Linda D., and I'm from Connecticut. And I love you all. If I had arms wide enough, I'd put my arms around all of you at the same time. I am so grateful to have a tribe that I belong to. It's called the human race, and you're a particular section of it. You have lived what I have lived to one degree or another. And when I came, and I came in um, about 1982, at the end of 1982, I was just, a not just, I was a broken child, and I didn't know it, and I was looking for you know, food, relief with food and all of that, and I found it. And fast forward many years, I'm five and a half, a little bit more, uh, recovered. And here I am, and the best thing in my life is God. And I was an atheist, and I was a very hard sell. If this force did not show up through those steps and that big book and all of you, I would be hanging from a timber in my cellar. And that is absolutely the truth. Right now, I'm flopped on the couch in a house I own, and I'm happy, and if I could, I'd open the door and let you all in, and we'd make room for everybody. Because that's what we do here. We make room for everybody. You made room for me, and I'll make room for you. This is about, those steps are about getting out of the fear and into the love. And I have to surrender to something. And that something is God, and it shows up, or he or she, however you want to say it. So for the presence of God through you and through all things, I am eternally grateful. Thank you. Thanks, Linda D. We'll all be there this afternoon. Okay, Nancy P. Hi, thanks for letting me share. Uh, let me just start my timer so I don't go over. I am um, really grateful. I wasn't going to share because I was in kind of a bad place emotionally, but I started to hear everybody talk about it, and I started to remember that I have a lot to be grateful for. And the more I thought about that, the more I realized how grateful I really am and how my gratitude has lifted me out of the doldrums. And, you know, I never ever thought in my wildest imagination that I was going to recover, not just recover, but be happy, joyous, and free. And, you know, I was in the doldrums because there's a problem in the family, and um, it, and I don't like it. But I, my life has to go on straight the way that it has been going. And, you know, I used to be trapped in this patter of, you know, my disease and my head saying, I'm just over here, not doing anything, if you want to visit me, and that never stopped. And it was either that or if I had a few weeks or days or weeks of 
not hurting myself with food. I would be the same other side of the coin. It's so great to be abstinent. I'm so grateful that I got on my knees. I'm so abstinent. I love weighing and measuring my food. And that would never stop. And, you know, I was a pretty tough nut to crack. But crack I did. And um, in the time that it took me, I realized once I followed these directions precisely, this is what I tell all my sponsees, once I follow these directions precisely, I will get what they promise. I am not special, neither am I very interesting. And so once I follow the directions precisely, I got exactly what I was promised. And I wasn't promised a life with no problems. I was promised a life of sane and happy usefulness. And, um, you know, I realized that the payback, the payoff for that every day. We just got back from Paris. We had a fifth floor walk up, 94 steps, and I made that trip two or three times a day with no problem. I climbed the Eiffel Tower. I went to French restaurants and ate appropriately. I was in the middle of everything with my family, and they all ate whatever they wanted to, and I might as well have been looking at laundry as far as how much interest I had in their food. And that, you know, that's just a small scraping off the top of what I've gotten. The further away that I get from eating compulsively, the more I realize that the journey itself is the destination and I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, and anybody else who's out there, if you don't think it can happen for you, remember, if you follow the directions precisely, do every single thing it says in the book, every single thing it says without delay or reservation, you will get what it promises. Nobody is interesting. Nobody is special. We're all the same. And everybody's pain is equal. Everybody. Because all of our pain leads us to the refrigerator. And um, once I realized that I didn't have to live like that, howling, 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 whoops, with pain and fear, then I got better. And um, God bless everybody, and thank you for letting me share. Thanks for sharing, Nancy P. Craig S., we're calling on you. Okay, this is Craig F. Recovered in Tulsa. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Grateful to be here, uh, be on this line. Um, my first day in uh, economics class in college, the professor asked the question, if manna fell free from heaven, what would its economic value be? And the answer is it wouldn't have economic value. It falls free from heaven. That economics is the study of shortages, and, and as an example, uh, air, you can't live without air, but yet it has no economic value. You can't really buy and sell it. You don't need to. It's there. Um, so uh, what's that have to do with gratitude? Well, if gratitude, I'm not grateful for things I take for granted that, you know, uh, if I think I'm entitled to something, uh, I'm entitled to breathe. I, I am, uh, you know, uh, I take air for granted most days. So therefore, I, I don't dwell on being grateful for it. But yet, uh, I am grateful. I'm grateful that I have uh, air to breathe uh, today, or I should be. And and then then we realize that if uh, I have to realize that if I'm uh, not grateful for the things I take gr for granted, that the smaller my ego, the less things I take for granted. 
uh, I don't take for granted uh, my, uh, you know, uh, three hots and a cot anymore, you know, a place to sleep, a place to eat, because I don't think I'm entitled to it, because I see around me people that don't have that. I don't take for granted my cell phone anymore, because there are people that can't afford a cell phone and can't afford to be on this meeting. Uh, So there's no uh, I can't, I don't take that for granted anymore. My ego, having been reduced by this program, puts me into an attitude of gratitude because I no longer feel entitled to those simple things in life that I take, that I need, that I have gratitude for. And the other thing I like to say is to remind myself is that gratitude is an action. I am grateful for this meeting. I am grateful for vision for you. To the depth of my soul, it saved my life. Um, and uh, you know, and I've, I've been on this on this meeting for uh, just short of three years. I have just short of three years of abstinence. I've got a wonderful, wonderful, great sponsor, uh, and I have a circle of friends around me that. Uh, is uh, my support and my inspiration, uh, my sponsees and other people that I talk to, and, and I, I'm terribly grateful for it. But if I just say I'm grateful for it or just think I have a feeling of gratitude, then I'm not really grateful after all. Uh, you know, faith, faith without act, works is dead. Well, gratitude without action is a hollow hollow emotion. Uh, If I say I'm grateful for this meeting, then I need to volunteer for service. Uh, You know, there's, Leia can give you the exact number, but it takes something like 80 people to put this meeting on every week. And, uh, you know, there's no abstinence requirement for a lot of those positions. Uh, Volunteer for service if I'm really grateful for what this program's done for me. Uh, share on the line occasionally if I'm grateful for what this program's done for me. Support it through the seventh tradition uh, giving. That's part of being gra- grateful. Uh, I can't just say I'm grateful and not take action. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Craig S. Looking for Harlan G. <laughs> Thank you, Leah. I'm Harlan G., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Scottsdale, Arizona. And I am bursting with gratitude this morning because in a world that didn't understand me, in a world that abused me for being fatter than them and eating more food than I should have been eating, I found a place where I could love and be loved, where I could hear and be heard, where I could see and be seen, and I could be accepted, excuse me, I could be accepted, and I could love you and be loved in return, and that is the fellowship of Overeaters Anonymous, and more specifically, the fellowship of a vision for you. I have long said that a vision for you is the renaissance of OA, and beyond Leah and Melanie, I'm not going to mention names because I don't want to leave any 
everyone out, but I am most grateful for each and every one of you, my gods with skin, and I have reveled in your successes, and I have cried with you as you struggle, and together we have recovered, and together we have done things that we could never, ever have done alone. If you know me or you've heard me on special editions, when I speak on a special edition on Sunday, I have the Yiddish word of the day, and the Yiddish word of the day today is Mishpacha. The Yiddish word of the day is Mishpacha because Mishpacha means family. And each and every one of you are my family. You are the people who saved my life. And in the very, very end of it, what is going to be most impactful in my life is that I was able to recover. And I wasn't able to recover as much because of anything else than you, my gods with skin, my messengers, my harbingers of a message of this book, how you interpreted it and how you brought it to me was life-giving and life-saving. I would not be alive today were it not for you and the love that you extended to me from the very, very beginning. I hope that each and every one of you on the line today will Please make every effort you can to be at the Marriott on November the 15th, 16th, and 17th in Newark, New Jersey, as we bring the power of the big book alive. It is an opportunity that we have this year to be together, as many of us as we can have, and to see the faces that go with the voices, and to hug each other, and to laugh together, and to cry together, and to recover together. This has been the most unbelievably magnificent journey that anyone could have ever plotted for my life. Oh, the places I've been and the people that I've met and the people that I see and the people that call me every day. You are part of the most precious thing in the world. You are part of my recovery from a hopeless state of mind and body. I thank God from the bottom of my heart for Leah, for Melanie, and for every single, excuse me, one of you. I love you all. I need you all from the bottom of my heart, and I always will. Thank you for accepting me. And with that, I will pass. Thank you so much, Harlan G. Jen A., your turn. Good morning. Thank you, Leah. This is Jen A., recovered in Colorado. And I'm grateful that I get to follow the man who um, planted the seed in this girl um, in Colorado several years ago. And I didn't listen um, to the information that was planted. But let me just tell you, two and a half years later, um, all good things happen when you pull over on the side of the road in the uh, foothills of Colorado because a visionary planted another seed about the meetings of a vision for you. And as I continued to work through my steps and the amends and uh, got on the lines of a vision for you, I was able to hear people who were recovered. Um, you know, I was grateful to have a sponsor face-to-face -face in the rooms of Overeaters Anonymous um, who walked me through page by page, step by step, and guided me um, every Saturday morning for two and a half years. And then, um, you know, where that seed got watered was on these lines. And um, it's just miraculous to me today um, to be able 
to talk on this line because the first time that I went to that OA birthday party, which I thought, who goes to a birthday party who's a compulsive overeater? Um, you know, I was able uh, to be introduced to a lady in the lobby who uh, therefore became my best friend in this program who said to me, so I'm going to hear you on the lines of a vision for you in the mornings," And I go, oh, no, I just call in and listen. And, uh, you know, she goes, oh, I want to hear you. And gratefully, she spurred me on and continued to water that seed. I got on the lines and started to speak and started to serve. And God's continued to grow this girl um, one day at a time, one week at a time, one month at a time. And I'm just going to tell you that promises are being fulfilled in my life on a daily basis as a result of working the steps and having a spiritual awakening. No other way did that happen. That's the miracle for me. Um, you know, I woke up this morning and the first thing I thought of was the, was the jar on my um, nightstand. Um, and it's the, <laughs> I can't jar, God can. And um, all the little index pieces of paper that I put in there in the last couple of years, and I've written things like, and I've just given it up. I've surrendered so much. And I can't be in control of my kids. And I put that in there. My son's life is completely changed. Um, I can't um, keep my job. I'm the number one person in my company today. Um, you know, I can't find the right person who's going to love me that I can love back. I found that person today. Thank you, God, that he's found it actually for me, right? So many promises fulfilled. And I continue, continue, continue to take action and continue to do this work harder today than I've ever done it, relying on God and leaning into God. And so I just want to um, close by saying this is that, you know what, the F word to me was a pretty um, predominant word in my vocabulary. And today the F word brings on new meaning, and Harlan said it. F is for family. And that's what you all are. And without you, I couldn't do this. Thank God it's a WE program. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks so much, Jenny, for your share. Darian Kay, your turn. Star one to unmute. Hi, Leah. Can you hear me? I hear you. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> Hi, it's Darian Kay in the Berkshires of Massachusetts. Recovered um, today. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And um, so grateful that this is a gratitude meeting. I love it and love hearing so many people share and, um, you know, and familiar voices just warm my heart. It's just so wonderful. Um, you know, I've been in program since 1986 and, uh, you know, obviously gone through really most of my life. Um, with this, my incredible program and my incredible higher power just walking me through so many life situations, um, you know, and, and sometimes my gratitude is um, hindsight, you know, looking back and seeing the things that I really thought were too difficult or too scary or um, required too much effort or, um, you know, I just had no clue where to start, um, you know, and I look back and I see that I got through those things um, with the help of this program. The people that I spoke to had gone through things like that before me. I remember actually quitting smoking a year after I was in program, and I called people in this program who were abstinent and who also needed to quit smoking. And so I really leaned into this program in many ways in my life, um, you know, to keep me sane and, you know, and useful and, um, you know, 
and I still I'm, I'm grateful for the the fluttering happy feeling I have in my heart over 30 years later. Like that is just amazing to me um, that I still have the excitement about this program and the and the um, wonderment and the awe of what the people you know I really cling on to everything that people say and and each little piece of the big book that I'm learning about each day with the vision pro you know um, meetings and you know my sponsor being out there for me when I um, need her and 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 just people people connections I feel connected and um, I never did in my life really um, I always wanted that but I never felt like I belonged or that I connected and so um, that's what this program does. And, and, and one more person that I'm grateful for, just a person, is my sister. My sister and actually my mom, who's passed on, um, brought me into this program. And I will be forever grateful to them um, because I, you know, I just wouldn't be where I am today without, without all of you and without this program. And so thank you for letting me share. I pass. Thank you, Darian K. Loretta H., star one ton mute. Hi, can you hear me? I hear you, Loretta. Hi, everyone. I am Loretta H., and I thank you so much for this vision meeting. I have been listening for four years and just got the courage to share it last week and introduce myself. So, But it's been a grace in my life, this meeting. And um, when I found it, was after a suicide in our family and it just helped me through the really hard times and with God's grace it has healed me so much and I call myself Loretta Hannon oh sorry Loretta age uh, anorexic compulsive overeater grace with God's abstinence for today because for today my abstinence is not my food plan which I have given away now for not 18 years, and I was graced with a, a food plan by a dietitian that has worked for me. I mean, this is all what I could not do for myself because I tried at 72 today with all my heart, and nothing worked until I came into this program. And God's grace, like I, I shared this week too, that I never wanted to be a compulsive reader, but today at my age and where I'm at in my journey, it's the best thing that has ever happened to me. And um, I have gone through the steps several times, but this time, um, probably two years ago, I went through the steps in the vision book with Lori C. and the big book, and it has just healed me tremendously and just given me so many rewards, and I, too, can say the promises have come to fruition for me because of this program, because of the steps, and I try to work the steps every single day because that's my absence. All those principles are what I need to be and who God wants me to be. So for today, and I thank you guys, I was kind of nervous because I shared, I'm sharing behind some giants in this program, and I get really intimidated because I don't feel I have enough to say, but I know God is talking through me right now, and I am, I know I'm loved because I came into this program um, not thinking I was, and until I could love, 
you guys held me. So I'm so grateful. I'm grateful to my sponsor, my sponsees who teach me every day what I need to know and also for the steps that help me just tolerate my reality for today. Not anybody else's in my life, but my reality. And usually my reality is less, less, less because of this program. So thank you for letting me share. And I love you guys. And I love this meeting. And I hope to see you in November because a friend and I are planning on coming. Thank you. Thank you, Loretta H. Wonderful to hear your voice today. Leslie M., your turn. Good morning, Leah. Thank you for your service. I am Leslie M. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Long Island, New York. Oh, thank you for this opportunity. I, I, first of all, I have to just say that I am just so grateful for this, this healthy OA meeting that I get to listen to six days a week. Um, and I just want to thank all the people uh, behind the scenes that I don't even have any idea of. But if, uh, you know, without this meeting, um, I'm not sure where my recovery would be. Um, it might still be in the food. I might still be in the food. And so, you know, that is, 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 a, is a huge gratitude for me um, to be able to just say thank you to everyone who does service, um, even, the, you know, especially those I don't know because I couldn't thank you uh, enough. Um, you know, but the thing that I, I've just experienced that has really made me grateful is, is uh, for being able to feel my feelings. Um, you know, that's the thing that I ate over. Those, the feelings are what I ate over all those years. And um, I just um, observed the anniversary of my mother's death. And she died 31 years ago. And um, during this period, um, all, I, uh, you know, all I ever did was eat over it. And so I, I, I feel like I've, I, I don't know if I'm done. I certainly don't know. I just know that, you know, I've felt this sadness and was able to actually stay with it and sit with it and be okay in it, you know, talk about it more than I ever have before because, um, you know, it's a lot of sadness to think about, you know, and, um, you know, and I, and I never, and I never sat with it before. I, I'm just coming up on 18 months of abstinence. So I have, except for last year, I've always been in the food. And um, I didn't honor that. You know, there have been several other deaths in my family that, that I hadn't um, felt those feelings for. And, I, and all of this in the past week or so has been just flooding into me. And I am so, so grateful um, to be able to receive the gift that, um, you know, that my higher power gives me every day. You know, all the awarenesses, the abstinence. The, you know, the mental obsession being removed, I've had the promises actually come true for me. And uh, several weeks ago, I was at a meeting and I got to read that paragraph in, uh, on 85 and 86, I believe, the 10 step promises. And it described exactly what I've been trying to talk about. It's, you know, I, how did you do this, Leslie? I didn't do it. My higher power has done this for me. And I'm just so grateful for the fact that um, I have these emotions and I don't have to eat over them today, that I can feel my feelings. And, you know, and I'm grateful, you know, I'm great. As I said, I'm grateful for this, this great, healthy OA meeting. And I'm grateful for all the people that I interact with, all the sponsors that I've had, the sponsees, um, for everybody that has touched my life that, has, you know, I have learned a lesson. And 
have come away with some different um, thoughts than I came in with. And for that, I am very grateful. Um, and I want to thank everyone for their service. And I pass. Thank you. Thanks so much, Leslie M. Sandy S., your turn. Hi, this is Sandy S. from Asheville, North Carolina. Number one, I'm really grateful to God for giving me a spiritual experience, March 3rd, 1976, in which I was struck abstinent. I have no idea why. Um, you know, I've shared many times. I was in OA, and someone shared with me, um, somebody who was recovered, it just was in her eyes uh, back in 1975 when I said to her, why don't I have any feelings for anything except food? I said to her, I love food. I don't care about anything or anyone else. And she said to me, Sandy, nothing coexists with compulsive overeating. You can't have love and compulsive overeating. And somehow or other, that really just penetrated me. And then like a few months later, I experienced love. On March 3rd, 1976, it was an experience of light while I was hugging someone. And I had this incredible, life-changing spiritual experience in which I thought, this is better than food. Love is better than food. And I'm done. And that was it. I have no idea why that happened to me. I thought, oh, this is the way everyone becomes abstinent. Um, I see it's not. We all have our own individual way that's very precious. I am so grateful for that because I will say that if I was into eating and throwing up 12 times a day, which I could tolerate as a 20-year-old, I'd be dead today. So for me, abstinence and God are the most important thing in my life without exception. It's sort of like what's more important, breathing or my heart beating. They just go together. So what I have struggled for in the 43 years of recovered eating and working the steps like a demon is mental health. And, you know, I really feel grateful in a way, I've got to say it, that I am one of those with grave mental and emotional disorders, and I am in a better position at this moment mentally, emotionally than I've ever been in my life. And I owe that to God. And I pray every day to God, what do I need to do today to become more emotionally healthy? The food is just not an issue for me. It's never been an issue since that experience. But what has been an issue is agitation, catastrophic fantasy, someone called it. You know, everything's falling apart. And I hate myself because I'm so self-absorbed. That is going. That is going, going, gone. And for me, it's life is an adventure. And at 72, I started a career again. You know, I am working and I'm expanding my business and I'm scared and I love it. And I'm in a great relationship with someone that very supportive and that is growing and everything in my life is growing. Is it easy? No. Do I have moments when I completely despair? Yes. Do I have a solution? Yes. It's called step 10, 11, and 12. And I'm very grateful for this vision meeting because I wouldn't be in OA without it. And without, I pass. 
Thank you very much, Sandy S. Hoodie R, your turn. What time is this meeting over? Good morning, Leah. Um, this is Hoodie R. Uh, How is this meeting over? Pardon me, Hoodie. A grateful compulsive overeater. This meeting will go approximately till 10:15. Go ahead, Hoodie. Okay, I'm grateful compulsive overeater. I never thought that I would be able to say that today. Um, you know, when I first came into OA and um, I, and I was living in the bedevilments that we read on page 52, I was full of self-pity, morbid reflection. I had no personal relationships. I didn't know how to um, live. I didn't know how to live life without without feeling. Um, Without, I was dying inside while I was still alive, and um, and today it took time, and um, I did a, and I had to do a lot of step work, and um, to, and I, but before I even the step work came, I am so grateful for all of you out there to help me come to that point of surrendering and saying, that's it, I can't anymore, I can't do this anymore. I was one of those that kept on seeking. Solution after solution after solution. I'm going to find a way out that I don't have to abide by what you are telling me that I I should do. And I was going to do it my way. And I'm just so grateful today to, to my higher power for helping me, um, for, you know, helping me to go through the process and um, be, um, admit powerlessness over this disease. Admit that I, I by myself, cannot function and live life like a normal person. And I had to put the food down, had to put the the triggers down and say, that's it, enough, I'm done. And I'm ready to follow direction and take on the hand of my sponsor who generously and who was able to share with me. And really, I was, I'm so grateful today that I'm able to hear today, um, you know, I, they, they could be hard. They could speak honestly with me, and I'm able to take it in and actually do some changing. Um, yes, I know I cannot change by myself, but you know I could learn from example. I come here to learn and study from all of you because you show me the way to a, 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 a life that really does work. And today I am living the promises. When I first came here, my relationships were a mess. I was full of, of depression, anxiety, everything. And today, the promises are beginning to come true in my life. I have a family to be grateful for. I have um, I have extended family. I have um, a husband that loves me that I'm learning how to relate to. I have um, people who I could talk to and be honest with. I'm grateful for um, children that I could just, like, even watch the development. I mean, I had some absent in pregnancies, and what a difference it is. Today I get to look at, at each child and just, like, see how my my daughter, like, I really appreciate my daughter, who is who's now almost a year, and she's starting to talk, and she's starting to, um, you know, and to start to move around, and I'm able to be just present and watch the development. And I don't remember even acknowledging these things and I'm just so grateful for like you know for for like the small little things that we take for granted the hands the feet the you know the the mouth parts of the face I mean 
just the idea of like how the teasing and all that stuff, I'm present for it. And I'm just so grateful that you have all taught me how to, you know, just let go and just let this let this let this program do for you what you cannot do alone. I have renewed relationships and it just keeps getting better and better and I'm just gonna stay in here because um not anything is better than it was was. And with that I pass. Thank you, Hoodie R for sharing with all of us. Maura Z looking for you. Thank you, Leah. Thank you, Leah. I'm here. Thank you so much for your service starting my clock. So I was just, I've been sitting here and I've been listening to this gratitude after gratitude after gratitude and thinking to myself and how many times I have said thank you and gratitude and grateful are such little bitty words. And I think to myself, that doesn't really express the depths to which the gratitude encompasses my life, encompasses my soul and my heart. It doesn't really capture it. How do I do that? What words do I use? And I realized I don't use words. I do service. My service is how I pay it forward, how I pay it back. My service is how I express my gratitude. And yes, doing service is selfishly motivated because I can't keep what I don't give away. But gratitude is the key for everything that I have in my life. When I stopped expecting things, when I stopped thinking I should have this or I should know how to handle that, when I stopped those thoughts, when I stopped, listen to me with the eye, when God helped me to know that those were no longer necessary, when God helped me to show me how to live this life, things started to change in my life. And how did I get to God? I got to God through the 12 steps. I was in OA for nine years. Nine years I kept asking people, how, how is it you have a connection to higher power? How do you do that? And they would give me all manner of, you know, different ways on how they pray or how they sit quiet or how they meditate. But not until I came to a vision for you did somebody tell me I worked the 12 steps in order, rigorously, honestly, thoroughly, with someone in whom the problem had been solved. That's how I got to God, by working the 12 steps. And he helps me every day to be of service. It's part of my prayer every morning, God, please help me to be of service today. And the last thing I have to say is what I say every year on this meeting, and that is I am so grateful to my baby sister because she is how I found the 12-step rooms because she was clean and sober on the day she was taken from us. And to learn about her life, I took a class, and it had on the syllabus eating disorders. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Mara Z. Irene B. Star one to unmute. Hello. 
Okay, I'm here. I am so sorry. Um, okay, so I'm Irene B. I have been 28 months abstinent from bulimia. So I have neutrality with the food, and I am a recovering bulimic. Recovered, recovering. I will say one thing that words cannot express sufficiently. I am so grateful to Vision for you because I have gone through a life journey of trying to heal and nothing was working. And And I have to own my story and say that I needed so much more than, I don't want to say just the 12 steps because that's just wrong, but I don't know how else to express it. But for the first time in my life, I will say that the first six years of my life I spent with my mother who was mentally ill. And and it wasn't the kind of mental illness that manifests itself and is obvious to the entire world. She was just, I don't know, not a well person. And I will say this. She asked me for her forgiveness because when I was an infant, if I woke up, she would thank me to sleep. And she didn't realize what she was doing until she overheard one maid tell the other one, oh, no, the baby woke up. She's going to spank her back to sleep. But she left when I was six. So... I thought that that didn't matter. Well, guess what? It does. And I have gone through so much trying to recover, and nothing worked until vision for you. I went to OA in August of 2017. That's a short two years ago. And somebody there told me about vision. And the way that Vision studies the big book, it just kind of puts everything together that I have studied, gone through over the last 40 years trying to get better. But each of those things on their own could not heal me, but yet Vision did. And what I have found about gratitude is that when I get in a situation where I I cannot tolerate the intolerable and, and I don't know what to do with myself about it, I have consciously made a decision. You know what? I can handle this. So I need to focus on the things that I need, that I am grateful for because, I need to take the focus off this intolerable thing. 
and it works like magic. It's beautiful. Gratitude is beautiful. It is a powerful tool. And Vision for You has provided me with the healing tool that no one else could. Not one therapist, not one treatment program, not one procedure. And I will pass with that. Just a heart full of gratitude. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Irene D. Let me let everyone know that today's share ID for this meeting, 13,291. That's 13291. This will be the final invitation for shares this morning. This is Larry. No, it's Margaret. Here we are. I got Summer Larry. D. Summer D. Here we are. Summer D. Summer D. Max C. Here we are. Summer D. Max C. Summer D. I got you. I got you. Summer. I got you. Summer D. Margaret D. Carmela G. Julie R. Carmela G. Melissa C. Robin P. Cindy D. Bogo E. Margaret D. Mo H. Ida A. Reggie R. Roz R. Robin P. Robin P. Not yeah. Let me let me tell you who I have. I have thus far Larry K. Summer D. Julie R. Mag C. Carmela G. Melissa C. Cindy D. Robin P. Mo H, Ida A, Reggie O, perhaps, Gogo E, Judith R, Roz R, Margaret D, Margaret D, Nancy L, Nancy L. Okay, that's a great group. Dina R. Who's that last one with R? Dina R. Dina R. Okay. Got it. Very good. Everybody mute, please. And we'll start off with Larry Kay. Thanks, Larry. Larry, you'll need to press star one to unmute. You've been muted. Uh, there hey, you Larry. are. Hey, Larry. Thanks so much. <laughs> Hi, Leah. Grateful thanks for so you. Much. Thanks. I, yeah, I've been racking my brain. I can't think of a single thing that I to be grateful for this day. <laughs> it's just horrible. Um, no, gratitude is so contagious, right? These germs of gratitude spread. You know, I hear people, I'm sure I'm not the only one, you know, I'm grateful. My, my house was on fire. In fact, it, it you know, it, it burned down in a sense. But miraculously, you know, you know, I got out of that burning house because you guys pulled me out and I, it was like I had third-degree burns, but I got out. And that made that a pretty darn good day for me that I got out. 
you know, um, my gratitude is really a side effect of, of experiencing God's mercy through the, through this step work. And there's so many teachers and, um, you know, I thank God for just using these, these ordinary people to do extraordinary things. Isn't that what we are? We're just uh, ordinary people that somehow by God's, um, doing, we can do extraordinary things. And, um, you know, I'm grateful that I, I get a ringside seat to, to you know, to, to see and observe and experience the power of this uh, transformation. I, I see it in other people. That's the greatest thing that the weight loss was. Yeah, that was okay. That was pretty good. I don't want to minimize that, but I, I was grateful for that. But um, to see, there's nothing for me that um, that is more spiritual and more miraculous and magnificent uh, to this day, I mean, the birth of my daughter was, that was pretty cool, pretty cool. But to see someone's eyes begin to open up, that, that, that's a, that's a pretty cool thing. And, um, you know, I, uh, I, you know, here's the contrast that's not lost upon me. You know, there's a contrast, you know, we, we live in a world that, that at least for me, it could be so divisive you know, in the 12 step room, sometimes there, you know, there's, there's little in the way of recovery sometimes, but despite that, you know, here we get to see people pick up their beds and walk again. And that is, I'm grateful for the hope. And I'm grateful that there was a solution for, for some sorry sap in Chicago like me, you know, because I, I was dying and I was, I was desperate and um, my life was going to hell quickly. And, and, and God had another plan. And I, it's like a, 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 when, I, when I see people, it's like a flower opening up to the sun, you know. It's a, this redemptive love. And, and, and today I see people sacrificing themselves, sacrificing and serving other people. It's extraordinary. I'm grateful for that. Um, last, I'll say, there's someone on the line right now, a newcomer or an old-timer, who's hard-pressed to connect with a feeling of gratitude because they've been beaten down by life. And in that state of desperation and misery, what I would say, because I know how that feels, there's transcendence. There's transcendence through these, this work. Thanks, Leah. With that, I pass. Thank you, Larry Kay. Summer D. Good morning, my fellows. This is Summer D from uh, Grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater in SoCal. And uh, I didn't expect myself to get emotional about the opportunity and the privilege to be able to share what has happened in my life since the end of March. You've heard my story, you know, seven years in Allen on an OA, seven years in ACA, and I never found what I had been given by God's grace today from these rooms of vision. The big book of the Alcoholics Anonymous has come to life for me because of, of the sponsor that God chose, not that I chose, that God chose on these lines to show me what it's like to make this the main point of my life. And I now work with others, and it's only been a little over uh, gosh, I was just cleared to work with others July 5th, and God has just been bringing me amazing women, most of which, actually all of which, are chronic relapsers for whatever reason. But the bottom line is today I have a design for living that works. And just as it says in uh, working with others, constant contact of, of fellows and of newcomers is the bright spot of my life. And I am just so grateful to God 
for giving me emotional sobriety and a, and a way to deal with my emotions that have driven me for 53 years into addictions, into compulsions, into just being so distracted. I mean, I was working ACA, I'm looking at this program, I'm looking at this program, and here's what I know today. Today, the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous works quickly and precisely as clearly outlined in these pages, in the purity, unadulterated message of this text. It is so powerful that it does deal with all of my problems, not some of my problems, not just my compulsive overeating problems, but all of my problems. And for that, I will preach this book to the day God takes me home. And to the newcomer, I just want to tell you that consider the possibility that if you don't know that there is a loving higher power that wants to free you from the bondage of compulsion and food, just consider that you are on this line today. You are on this line today. And your, your loving higher power wants to free you. So just surrender. Do something different. Call me. Call me. My name is spelled S-O-M-M-E-R. It's Summer D in SoCal. I'm happy to share my experience, strength, and hope. Right now I am full with sponsees, but, you know, God works in miraculous ways. So thank you to Vision. Thank you for the opportunity to share my experience, strength, and hope, especially as someone that has not been in these rooms for very long. I'm so grateful, and for that, I will pass. God bless you all. Thank you, Summer D. Julie R. Hi. Good morning. Uh, This is Julie R., recovered compulsive overeater, and um, I am just grateful to be recovered um, once again and, you know, to be able to be other-centered and God-centered instead of self-centered. Um, you know, um, I'm grateful that I had um, a relapse a few months ago um, that I didn't gain my 155 pounds back. You know, um, I'm grateful that the steps, going through the steps again, have got me to a deeper relationship with my creator more than I ever could have imagined. And, you know, I think back when the first time I attended this vision for you meeting the first meeting and the power of the big book. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for Bill and Dr. Bob and Roseanne and everybody who, who gave me this opportunity in 1981 to find a room, a fellowship of other people who suffered like I did, but who have the solution I am grateful that I survived a horrific childhood and that I'm a caring, giving, loving person that my generation, my children, my sister's children, my brother's children are the first generations that have not had any sexual abuse. Amen. And I am just so grateful to be alive and to be free of so many chains. And that I can be helpful to other people. There's so many things to be grateful for. There's not enough time in three minutes to even touch the surface. But I want to thank those who 
started this meeting because of all of the hope that they have given to others and the lifeline that have been tossed out to thousands of people. And, um, you know, I'm thankful for my husband because he has loved me through thick and thin. And um, he's an, and I just want to say again, thank you to everyone and thank my God. And with that, I pass. Thanks, Julie R. Mag C, star one to unmute. Hi, everybody. This is Mag C from Denver, Colorado. And I am grateful that there is a solution. And that not only is it free, but it's on the phone. And because of severe arthritis, I'm disabled and driving is tough. And this has been, this has been, I can come to this meeting and be in my bed or be at the kitchen table. And that has opened up my life so much. And I'm grateful, you know, these concrete things that it's in the morning because nights are hard for me. And I, I just fell into my lap. I am grateful that there's a solution. I am grateful that there's a safe place for all different types of compulsive um, overeaters or food addicts. This is a big umbrella. It, 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 it includes restrictors, purgers, um, overeaters, undereaters, and the fear that suffering obsession, that anger that I had towards food would actually translate and change all areas of my life for the better because of this simple program. And I am grateful that I've learned that that self-torture that I used to put myself through, that I have put this body through, is not necessary just to keep me in line. And that was my deal. I said, I'm a bad kid and I need to be kept in line. And the anger and the sadness that I used to feel towards life and towards dealing with my family or my friends or other people, it doesn't make any sense anymore after I've done these steps and after I've been in this fellowship to take it out on my own body anymore and to take it out on my own life and to take it out on this precious soul. That when I pick up food just because I'm bored or lonely or tired or in pain or feeling some way that I'm so quote unquote not supposed to be feeling and I want to stuff it, that I actually am hurting more people than just myself. And so learning that I am something precious and someone precious and that no matter what, I deserve to feel love and happiness and safety in this life. And I'm just so grateful that I'm not alone and that others know how I feel. They also know that fear and the strife and the struggle and that this group is based on this plan of action and thank goodness, because I'm a doer, I have to be doing something, you know, and, and I achieve a personality change. And these people will actually love and encourage me no matter what. Thanks. 
and I am grateful that I've learned to accept this plan and these people just as they as they have accepted me. And that is all I've got. Thanks, you guys. Thank you, Meg C. Carmela G, your turn. Thank you so much, Leah. This is Carmela G, a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. I can only begin by saying thank you for all the service that all of you do on this line every single day. And only through my higher power that I call God, that I've been given the gift after living over six decades, the gift of finding someone who had the courage to say to me, Carmela, you are a compulsive overeater. And with that, I looked into going to a program. I had been here. I had been to a face-to-face meeting and rejected. Because you see, Carmela's ego was so huge. Carmela's arrogance was so big. And today, through this program, I have found every single day surrender to a power greater than Carmela. And that is my gratitude for how. I didn't know how. Imagine being 67 years old and not knowing how to live life. And it was only through this program that I found all of you magnificent people who have taught me once my higher power allowed me to get rid of all of my arrogance and my self-righteous knowledge, my credentials that justified my insane behavior. And today, the gratitude is every single day that I can When I wake up, those eyes open. That's the biggest gratitude that I can say, God, good morning. Please direct me again today on how to be of maximum service to you and to everyone that crosses my path and the magnificent people that have crossed my path in the past six years of my journey, those who think to call me, those who I've been given a gift to call, that is the way I've learned to live my life, no longer on Carmela's power, but through my higher power. And thank you so much. And with that, I shall pass. Thank you, Carmela G. Next, we'll hear from Melissa C., Hi, good morning. Thank you so much. It's Melissa C. Recovered, compulsive overeater in New York. And, oh, my gosh, what a great, <laughs> great meeting. Um, you know, I was laughing and had this, like, vision, this picture this morning when everybody was, like, scrambling to share their gratitude of, um, I hope this isn't inappropriate, but, like, that, that we're all at this buffet together. You know, if, if we were going back a number of years, 
I'd be elbowing you people out of the way so that I could get to plant, you know, plates of more. And today it's like I feel like I'm at that great buffet, but I just, but it's like I want to share. I want to put in and not take away. And um, that is just, that is not who this person was for, you know, for most of my 50 years. Um, I am so grateful um, that I was morbidly obese. Like, I can't, you know, I'm grateful that I'm a compulsive overeater, that I am sick, that I have this disease. And I, you know, I used to hate when people said things like that. But now I understand why. You know, I, I think it really was a gift from God. Because along with it comes, you know, all of you, right? And a set of directions. So I get to live my life in a way I would not be living my life in this way if I was not, you know, brought to a horrible spot with this disease. And, um, you know, it's I, I can sit with family members and with other people, and um, and I remember a time when I would just want to commiserate and, and air our complaints together. And today, like, I can sit there in the presence of that and and realize that has been removed from me. Like, instead, I somehow see so many opportunities as really a gift. And, you know, really big right now is my aging mother who, you know, I was with some of my siblings and, and one of my siblings was really quick to point out who is not stepping up to the plate and doing their part. And, you know, and she was quick to tell me how, you know, how much I do for my mother. And and I realized um, as a result of this program, I have been able to cultivate a new relationship with my mother that I am so grateful for. I have an opportunity. My mother's 83 that I get to love her and not take anyone else's inventory and worry what my siblings are doing has nothing to do with me and I don't feel superior to them I actually feel just blessed and and I know I would not have that if I did not have this problem and so for that I'm grateful thank you all of you with that I'll pass thank you Melissa C Cindy D your turn thank you thank you Leah Good morning, everyone. This is Cindy D. Gratefully recovered in Texas, and um, I'm so grateful that I found God again. That I was separated from Him for so long, and now I have a relationship. And you know, some days are stronger than others, but I'm grateful that the periods of time that I feel disconnected are getting shorter and um, less deep. And, and I'm grateful for big things and little things, big things like this fellowship, vision, my fellows who I rely on, who I can cry with and be brutally honest with and be real with. And I'm grateful for recovery that I've got, you know, 14 months of abstinence in my belt. I'm grateful that you know, I can be sitting outside and have a hummingbird come and fly right and sit in front of me and just look at me. <laughs> I'm grateful that I can be, you know, exercising when I haven't exercised for over 20 years. And you know, I'm grateful for things that are going on that are uncomfortable in my life but that I'm learning from. 
And I'm grateful that I'll be able to take my gods and my fellows with me tomorrow when I go into surgery and know that I am protected and loved and cared for and that I'm going to be okay. And I'm just grateful that I know Vision will be here again every day when I need it. And with that, I'm going to pass. Thank you. Thank you very much, Cindy D. Robin P., your turn. Hi, this is Robin P. I'm a very grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. I think someone's unmuted with a lot of background noise, so they could just, I think they're in the car or something. That's not mine. So um, I'm very grateful to be on this phone with you. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited for all that is happening here. You know, it's just such a wonderful way to wake up in the morning and to be blessed with three hours of support and love and encouragement every day. And sometimes I wake up, you know, with something on my mind and I'll just tune in and and just remember to focus in on the good and the gratitude. And I've been abstinent for four years by the grace of God and and this program and the vision for you, it's just been such a saving grace for me. You know, um, the big book is such a gift and to be able to study it together with such powerful recovering people and it's angels on the way. That's how it always feels to me that God just brings that as angels together and that we're in this real fellowship. You know, I was drowning by myself and, um, that we're in this fellowship together. You know, it just feels like scooped out of the water and put a, put in the boat. And, um, you know, it's, it's so important to me that I live in my recovery. You know, I got, I was divorced and I got remarried in this program by God's grace, you know, and I'm happily married to my, you know, former husband, now present husband, and that was all a miracle from these rooms, you know. Uh, just We are both in recovery today, and to have the tools and the language and, you know, the steps and our sponsors and sponsees and this whole, I've always prayed for community and support, and to know that we could have it through the phone meetings, you know, wow, what a grace. Um, just shows you that technology can be used for good. And um, I'm really eternally grateful for all that everyone brings to these meetings. And thank you so much, Mel and, and Leah, for everything that you do with such amazing can-do spirits every day. And just I always marvel at how you pull this off every day. Uh, God bless everybody in your recoveries. I pray that you have a very blessed abstinent day. Thanks so much for letting me share. Thank you, Robin P. Mo H., looking for you. Yes, I'm here, Leah. Thank you very much. Uh, this is Mo H., Recovery Compulsive Eater in uh, Walnut Creek, California. Well, number one, I'm very grateful, Leah, that you heard my name and the mess of that whole thing and to be on this line with all of you this morning. When I heard this was going to be about gratitudes, my heart just sang, and I said, gee, i got to get up early. So I'll tell you another thing I'm grateful for, the 10 a.m. meeting, because now it's only 7 o'clock our time in California rather than 4 o'clock. So grateful for that 10 a.m. meeting, and 
this meeting, along with my sponsor, has changed my life. When I reached out to her three and a half or so, almost four years ago, and cried on the phone and said, I can't stop eating. And she asked me two questions. Are you desperate and are you willing to go to any lengths? And I was desperate after five years of not having sugar and flour, and then I went back into it. I was so grateful for that Ebby in my life. I had no idea she was studying the big book. She's in my face-to-face meetings. And then she got me into the big book and started taking me through it line by line, word by word, explaining stuff to me that had never been explained before. And she introduced me to this meeting. And I just, this is like home to me. This is my rock. Um, and, And so grateful, again, for all those who give service, as other people have said, this meeting can't exist without all the service. Um, grateful for, oops, I forgot to start my timer, Leah. Give me a buzz when it's time. Um, so excited about being on this meeting with all of you that, um, anyway, gratitude that I can live life differently today. I don't have to live in the disease of my head. That when I get into my head, I know now to go to a 10 step and to do my 10 step call one of you and I am also grateful that you pick up the phone when I call you or you call me back. I am so appreciative of that and I can do my 10 steps and um, and then do a 12 step call after that and feel that the stuff going on in my head can subside and then I can go on with my day. The other thing I'm grateful for is I've learned when I'm having a rough spot, I can go to gratitude. And I can be grateful for my abstinence for you. Or I can give service. Those are some of the ways that I have learned from each one of you on this line how to work my program. Like uh, I hear said, like my hair is on fire. And I am just ecstatic to be a part of this. And I hopefully will meet some of you when I trudge the road to to Newark, New Jersey. All right, with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Leah. Thanks so much, Mo H. Ida A., your turn. Oh, thanks, Leah. Good morning, wonderful visionaries. Ida A. here, grateful, compulsive overeater in northern British Columbia, and wow, what a meeting. And I have such gratitude today. Hundreds of things, but I won't go into hundreds, but let me just mention six since uh, I've been blessed to hear you all. And I just jotted these down briefly. Um, I am grateful for Leah and Melanie who model this daily diligence day after day after day in a professional, humble, organized, kind, loving fashion. And it allows for safety and this group to thrive. And I've grown so much. I'm grateful for my 29-year-old son who's brought to me who was brought to me at the age of seven, broken, uh, a foster to adopt scenario. And, and I consider that's when the creator came in, in the skin of a little broken boy and helped me believe in love and life and possibilities, a massive God shot. I'm grateful to my twin sister who has always done her best. And we have both grown in our different 12-step programs and, and we are learning to be kind to each other. 
I'm grateful for my four-legged family who loved me always, the four program, always, despite my character defects. I'm so grateful to the big book, which has really come alive through all of you wonderful visionaries. The, the gratitude that comes to mind in this meeting, I am grateful I have found my very own cheers. And, and for those of you that are younger, it, cheers was this bar in a TV show and uh, decades ago, what, the 70s and 80s maybe, and there was this figure, uh, Norm, and every time he walked into the bar, people screamed, Norm! Well, I feel like when I call into the meetings and somebody recognizes my name or says hi, I feel like that's my Norm! Or when I go to retreats and somebody comes up to me and goes, Ida, I just I feel like I have a place that it's safe and, and it's safe to belong. So it's safe, and I can belong, and I can grow. Yeah, that's amazing. Amazing, thanks to you. And I came into OA in 2016, the vision for you maybe the fall of 2017. And today I am this 58-year-old attachment-disordered compulsive overeater who has put the food down. I learned about surrender, and I have this growing spiritual power and I've made that commitment, thanks to all of you, to lean into a sponsor and to lean into sponsees, the program in the big book. And life just keeps getting better. No matter what happens in, in my life, the internal landscape is becoming more and more serene. And that is super cool. So bless you all. Miracles happen here. And, and newcomers, just keep showing up. Pray for willingness. And, and lean into action, and please, you are precious. You are all worth it. I pass. Thank you very much, Ida A. Reggio, thank you. Good morning, Leah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, yeah, <laughs> that was me. You heard, uh, and I'm so glad that you to get in. Um, yeah, this is, uh, I don't even know, you know, words are hard for me to find, but I can say that the feeling I have of gratitude, the experience of gratitude that I have on this meeting today is, uh, you know, it's so big and it is almost beyond words. And I am a person of words. And I think one of the things I'm grateful for is that I am coming to be a person where uh, those words are beginning to come from my heart rather than my head. you know, I was one of those people who self-knowledge, you know, it was like self-knowledge, self-knowledge, insight. I know, you know, even when I came to vision, you know, my, my goal, uh, even bigger than being recovered was being able to say I was recovered, you know, so that I could be in the, you know, the top echelon of the, you know, of the people on the meeting. And, I, you know, I've been humbled time and time again in this program and, you know, all the way through, and I'll try to fill in these seemingly important pieces here, all the way through yesterday as I was uh, in my life today, I am actually seeing and experiencing God showing up, I mean, almost momentarily, you know, on a daily basis, or when I'm really seeking in my heart for something, uh, the answer comes, and I I actually see it. And, you know, recently, I was looking, I, I wanted to find a way to be able to take people thoroughly through the steps more thoroughly and more quickly. And, you know, two days later, someone showed up, I called, you know, and said, how do you know, would you show me how to do that? And she said, why don't I just take you through? 
I'm yet again going through the steps, and it is it is just so different this time. And I'm going through quite quickly and thoroughly. And yesterday, I was talking about all the changes that I was feeling, you know, uh, in the just the past few months. And she said, why don't you turn back to page 12? We were working with Bill's story and read. And what I read was, thus was I convinced that God is concerned with us humans when we want him enough. At long last, I saw, I felt, I believed. Scales of pride and prejudice fell from my eyes. <clears throat> A new world came into view. You know, one of the first, uh, one of the first promises in the big book. And when I read that yesterday, I couldn't even read it all the way through, without uh, choking up because, uh, you know, that that really has happened and is happening for me. And what blows my mind and maybe my heart is that there's always a place to grow. There's always another place, you know, and it's, there's always another space to grow. I'm able, I have found a God that I could actually surrender to. I've never been able to surrender in my entire life, you know, cause I, I, um, or I never had been able to, and I, I have I am doing that today. And it's just a whole different way of living. I feel like, a, you know, I feel like a different human being. I am so grateful for Leah and for Melanie, uh, who, you know, followed their higher powers guidance and brought this into being and show up every day. And for the modeling, for everybody on this line, it is a miracle. You know, I mean, there are a lot of promises in the big book. They all come true, I found, when we do the work. Uh, it is an age of miracles, and we have the opportunity. I've had the opportunity to become a part of a miraculous community that where miracles happen every day if I just see them and you know and and be in the process and engage. So um, I think I'm gonna stop for that, but um, with that, but uh, today, I'm very grateful. Thanks. Thank you, Reggio. The conclusion of this group. Uh, includes Raz R, Gogo E, Judith R, Dina R, Margaret D, and Nancy L. So let's move on to Raz R. Hi, this is Dina R. I just want to say I'm at the. I'm going into a yoga class. I'm going to have to pass my name. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, Raz R. Star one to unmute. Okay, perhaps she had to go. Uh, go, go, E. Star one to unmute. Hi, I'm Go, go E, a compulsive overeater in Texas. Um, I'm very grateful, especially to the vision for you. I do believe that it's the renaissance of a way, and I especially appreciate the message about entire abstinence, um, the assertiveness that I hear in, the, in some speakers about that has helped me a lot um, when my disease sometimes get confused at meetings about uh, people that have different approaches. I love how a vision for you remind me of the clear-cut directions of the big book for whom I'm very grateful to. I love that book and it's the book that is saving my life day after day. And also a vision for you gives me a, 
um, put a smile every morning in my face, you know, and gives me a reason to wake up and feel that I'm not alone. And I'm so looking forward to November to put faces to the voices that I don't know yet. Um, I'm very grateful to all the sponsors that took me through the years to be where I am today, um, especially to the first one that um, talked me about working the steps through the big book and let me know that the solution is through the steps, that um, recovery is the result of working the 12 steps. Um, also to the sponsor that direct me to Larry C. A study guide that has been so helpful and to my actual sponsor who without enabling me is holding my hand through difficult times, um, especially with my abstinence and my food and through relapses and that is willing to take phone calls anytime and break the day in shorter commitments and reminds me that when I have a hard time giving my life and my will to God, she reminds me that a step, a step three is something that we do with every breath. In every breath, I'm deciding to give my life to God. Um, and especially for letting me know that recovery is possible when I feel that everybody will recover but me and all that self-pity from my, um, you know, for that inverse ego, reverse ego. I also very willing uh, to say I'm grateful to the honesty of people that talk of a higher power that is a different conception of others because that keeps me in the room of a way when I felt sometimes that I couldn't relate to a very religious idea of God. And I'm very grateful to the person that this morning said that love is better than food. Um, that is a sign that is going to my refrigerator because I don't have neutrality around food yet. And um, what, a, what a concept that resumes everything, you know. Love is better than food. And I found that love through my sponsors, through my fellows, through God with a skin, you know, that is all of you today, this morning with me in the line. And the last grateful is for Bill W., and that pivotal moment when instead of going to the gay crowd, he decides to make a phone call because, as my sponsor reminds me, that not only changed his life, but the life of all of us. All of us. And for that, I'm very grateful. Thank you so much for letting me share. Thank you, Gogo E. Judith R., your turn. Thank you, Leah. This is Judith R. Gratefully recovered in Brattleboro, Vermont. I was afraid I wouldn't know how to begin and how to stop, so I did an acrostic, which my writing teacher taught me how to do. Um, one of them says gratitude, and the next one says grateful. So this is how they go. God, you are really the activator of love. You have touched the self-hatred bone that I struggled with for so many years. Thank you for these 12 steps, which are helping me understand my life, myself, my disappointments, my purpose, and giving me hope that lasts eternally. And the one that just is grateful says, great God, reality checker, lover of all your kids, and truth teller to my inner self, 
You have elected to love me to the full, every moment, every hour, every success, every failure, until I will be able to love everyone the way you do. Thank you. 89 days till Newark, and I'll see you there. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks so much, Judith R. Margaret D. Star one to unmute, Margaret D. This is Margaret D. in um, Georgia. And um, I do have one question. Leah, can we do this again next Sunday? Um, (laughs) The thing that... um, about gratitude is I am currently, um, I feel like I've been restored to a state of innocence. That's that's just remarkable. I mean, I can't even say what it feels like. Um, the illustration of it is I'm now going into a meeting where I'm the trusted servant for the month, and this month we are doing... Um, the chapter on um, a vision for you, I'm sorry, the doctor's opinion. And this is a meeting that um, six months ago you couldn't bring your big book into that you would just be almost hooted out of the hallways. Um, And I think that kind of sums it all up, that um, a vision for you is home. And it is family, but home is just where where I start from. It's not where I want to live. If I stayed home all the time, what would be the purpose? And just being able to be of service to others and letting God, I mean, getting myself out of, that's not right, where God has removed so much of me that God's message can come through is it is a miracle and for me it is being restored back to innocence and i love you all and with that i pass thank you thank you so much margaret d our final share this morning comes from nancy l hi i'm nancy l from maryland um and uh i have so many great gratitudes that I had to write them all down. Um, I'm grateful for no longer living in a 300 plus pound body. Uh, I'm grateful for my rock bottoms that made the pain of staying the same worse than the pain of change. Um, I'm grateful for the relapse that taught me that I'm the real deal and left no shadow of doubt about that. I'm grateful for over four and a half years free of sugar and processed carbs and neutrality around those substances. Um, I'm grateful for the OAs who introduced me to this meeting and keep coming to meetings while I was in relapse and and being able to hear that message. And I'm grateful for those who run it. Um, I'm grateful for finally learning about the nature of this disease, the solution, and the program of action that allows me to live in the solution. These are messages that I hadn't previously heard in the rooms of OA. I'm grateful for a way to handle um, the normal trials and tribulations of everyday life without 
having to eat over them. Uh, I'm grateful for the big book sponsors who guided me through the steps and a sponsor who is currently guiding me in recovery and for the sponsees who have also become my teachers. I'm grateful for the vastly improved relationships in my life and the ability to allow, allow God to work in their lives without the need to impose my will on them. I'm grateful for a process that allows me to trace my discontent to fears and resistance, uh, allows me to see my part in these, and allows me to connect my, reconnect my higher power and trust in what is. I'm grateful for a relationship with my higher power who is solving all my problems. I'm grateful for being able to hear the messages that he whispers in my ear and for not having that cluttered brain that keeps me from um, being still and, and being able to hear those whispers. Uh, I'm grateful to be able, being able to add my voice to this meeting. And I, too, am grateful for the hummingbirds who are buzzing me as I'm sitting on my desk next to the hummingbird feeder. Thank you for allowing me to share. Yeah. Thank you, Nancy L. And thanks to everyone who shared this morning on your gratitude. Appreciate the awesome meeting this morning, the beauty in your shares. Thank you very much. We're going to close from page 164. You'll notice it's in a chapter entitled A Vision for You. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is a great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.